0: what is up what is up welcome back another episode of blood and beer the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer i'm your host matt and today as always we got some blood sport to talk we got boxing we got mma it's uh bellator 277 ufc fight night muhammad versus luke A. we got errol spence jr versus Jordana Zugas. so we're gonna unfold all those recap that and then we're gonna preview pfl season opener episode one pfl one on ESPN and ESPN Plus this Wednesday, 4.20. Blaze it. Let's go. Let's get into it. But as always, we're drinking beer. Today's beer of choice, we're going to be drinking Lemon Glow, the Hazy Pale Ale by Land Grant. I assume by Lemon Glow, it's going to taste like a lemonade. We're going to try this motherfucker out, see how it is. Must have been a little shaken, not stirred. I fucked it up. I fucked up that poor. Something serious. It's okay. Shit happens. And we move on. We'll try the beer out in a second, but first we'll jump into some Bell two seventy seven while we let this foam die down. So the prelims were off the fucking chains. Um yeah. Eight finishes and ten fights. We're not going to break all those down just because there was so much going on, and there's a bunch of nobodies on Bellator's prelims. A bunch of nobodies on a lot of their main cards. But on this main card, there was no nobodies. We had Linton Vassell. He gets the TKO victory over Tim Johnson. He scores a comeback. He was actually almost finished early in that fight and then ends up getting the finish of his own at the end end of round one. So... Shout out Linton Vassell. He's on a four-fight win streak now. He's probably looking to uh, fight Ryan Bader next for the heavyweight championship. We'll have to wait and see on that. And then the next fight we had was Aaron Pico. He took on Adley Edwards. Adley Edwards' Bellator debut. He got dominated for three rounds by uh, Aaron Pico until Pico decided that enough's enough. He finishes him with a TKO. In the third round looked absolutely amazing dominated him from bell to bell pretty much no shot for edwards unfortunately i think it's time pico gets a step up in competition because dude's young but he's he's the he's the real deal holy field dude's legit so yeah those were our non-title fights for the bellator main card and the title fight This one was a weird one. We had Corey Anderson. He's challenging Vadim Nemkov for the light heavyweight title and the light heavyweight Grand Prix finale. Round one, it's pretty close. A little back and forth. Nemkov might have edged it out. Round two, Corey Anderson comes out. He's fucking him up. He does the same thing in round three. He's getting takedowns, getting ground to pound. He's breaking Nemkov. You can see it. Nemkov just doesn't want to be there. It didn't seem like. But then, worst thing imaginable have happened. Accidental clash of heads. Splits Nemkov open. They call the fight. No contest. Nobody wins the Grand Prix, so we have an unresolved Grand Prix. Nemkov keeps his belt after getting his ass kicked. We need a rematch. Who's getting that million dollars? Who's going to be the real champ? Who's winning the Grand Prix? It's Corey Anderson. At least I think so. Need a quick rematch. Fix that cut up and get them back on the fucking ball. And then in the main event, we had AJ McKee taking on... Pitbull-Patricio-Pitbull-Fieri. Uh, rematch of the Featherweight Grand Prix and fighting for the Featherweight title. It was a pretty close fight. I had it three rounds to two. Not a ton of interesting moments. Uh, well, McKee almost got finished by a guillotine. Not a ton of super interesting moments in the fight. I think that, uh, I, like I said, I thought McKee clearly won three rounds. All three judges gave it to Pitbull. So they must have saw something nobody else did because it seemed like on social media and everywhere else no one thought Pitbull won that fight for the most part. Is what it is. McKee says he's done with 145. He's moving up to 155. The weight cuts too much and he wants to see what he can do there. There's a lot of fights for him there. So that's what we have for Bellator 277. Now we can try out this motherfucking beer. Like I said, Lemon Glow and it's glowing like a fucking lemon. We're gonna try this motherfucker out, give her a score, and let you know how she is. Um tastes kinda like uh how lemon pledge smells. Tight. It's a. Right. it's alright. It's, all it's a little it's a lot better than average. I'll give her a six eight. Not the highest score in the world. No summer shandy, no elvis juice, but it's all right. It's better than the Budweiser Zero. That's for damn sure. So, Lemon Glow by Land Grant. Moving on, we had UFC Fight Night. Um, there are a lot of fights on this card. It opened with a uh, like a forty-six second knockout from my Tang. Some weird stoppages on the card. We or er, weird ends to the fights on the card. I should say. Chris Barnett gets hit with an illegal 12-6 to 6 elbow where he comes straight down, like that, if you're watching on YouTube. If not, it's pretty much where your arm's straight up in the air and you drop the elbow straight down with the point of the elbow. He gets hit with that, which is illegal no matter where you get hit, but he gets hit in the back of the head. That should be a DQ, right? Well, the fight stopped, but instead of disqualifying the other fighter, the ref says, let's go to the judge's scorecards. So, Martin Boudet, he gets the unanimous decision victory over Chris Barnett because of that. Definitely should have been a DQ. Um, Also on the card, though, we had Andre Fialho. He gets a sick knockout with clinch uppercuts on Miguel Baeza. So that was awesome to see. We had Drakkar close. He beat the absolute shit out of Brandon Jenkins for a round and a half until they stopped that fight. Looked amazing. Um... And then in the co-main event, we had another weird stoppage. Weird finish, I should say. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's dominating, though. This Brazilian's dominating. This Russian hits him with the knee while he's on the ground to the face. Should have been a DQ. Doesn't matter if he was winning or not. But instead of disqualifying him, Dan Mergliotta, the ref, he says, let's go to the judge's scorecards. Guy that hits the knee gets the victory. It was weird. I don't know. Both of them should have been DQs. What do you do? The fuck do you do, yo? Yo, yo. And then in the main event, we had Vicente Luque. He took on Bilal Muhammad. Remember the name. The rematch from about six years ago where Muhammad got slept. And in this fight, Muhammad came out and had the perfect game plan. I mean, it was absolutely perfect. He goes out there. He's striking with him long enough to make Luque feel confident with the striking, then lands a takedown. Um, And he did that pretty much every round. I think in round three, Muhammad was in a bit of danger. He looked like he'd been rocked a little bit, looked like he might have been finishable at that point. Comes back in rounds four and five and dominates. He gets the unanimous decision victory and moving one step closer to that title shot. This guy's fight IQ or his corner's fight IQ is off the charts because He's just got the ultimate game plan for everybody he fights, it seems like. And then, moving on. We had Yerdinus Ugas, He took on Errol Spence Jr. for a welterweight title in boxing. For a couple, they're trying to unify him. Um, Errol Spence pretty much dominated the whole fight. There was a point in round 5 where Ugas had him hurt, almost knocked him down, but the ropes kept him up. Um, so, it looked like Ugas might have had some momentum going in. Then next round, Spence comes in like a bat out of hell, starts fucking him up, closes his eye up, finishes the fight. Tenth round TKO, Errol Spence Jr. The only fight left to make, only fight for this guy is against Terence Crawford, who is the true best because they've been it's been getting debated the past three or four years. Both these guys have just been running through everybody you put in front of them. Not a breath been a little sick from these sinuses changes the seasons you know all right and then like i said we're going to be previewing pfl professional fight league season opener and this fight league it's different than any other promotion out there um pfl they do a season where they're scoring based on your wins when it stopped and then after the season You go to a playoff with the top scorers, and they're seeded based off their score. The playoff's just a tournament. Run straight through it. So, I mean, I love it. It encourages finishes because the way that it works, sorry, you get get three points for a victory. You get three points added on to that victory for a first-round finish, two points for a second round, and one point for a third. You lose a point if you miss weight. It's It encourages finishes, it encourages fighters to try their fucking best. So I love that. On this card, we got defending champions Roush Manfio and Antonio Carlos Jr. They're both fighting. And then in the main event, we have Clay Collard, who's a boxer, MMA fighter. He's got a cult following. Dude's a beast. Fucked up Anthony Pettis last year, along with a couple of other fighters. He's taking on former UFC fighter Jeremy Lil Heathen Stevens in the main event. Both these guys, good, strong, striking. It's going to be a battle. That's on ESPN and ESPN+. I want to say it's 830 or 9, and it is 420. Blaze it this Wednesday, baby. Can't wait for that fight. So, yeah, PFL, you're going to want to follow the whole season. It's super fun to watch. They do do this scientific scoring where they, uh, like a computer model, bases it out of a hundred point system instead of just 10, nine rounds and says who they think won and everything. And then it's called global scoring. They do that also where it shows what everybody thinks. I love it. PFL super fun to watch. Um, And then it's just going to keep getting better and better. Anthony Pettis is going to be on it. Um, Yeah. You don't want to miss that season. It's going to be great. That's really all we have for you right now. We'll break down more stuff. Uh, Later in the week, there's going to be a huge weekend coming up. Bellator's got two cards. One's got a card. Tyson Fury versus Dylan White. UFC's got a fight night. So there's five events in one weekend, plus this 420 fight. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be a busy fucking weekend for me. That's all I have for you today. My name is Matt with Blood and Beer Combat Sports, and thank you for tuning in.